So, and the way the Lord instructed me was to break it down into three different components. So last week, we talked about the seed, and we understand that seed, a seed is, a, is the small, hard part of a plant from which a new plant grows. So when you're planting a, when you planting seed, when you're doing a vegetable garden or you're doing a flower bed, you want to make sure that you have the right, <clears throat> you want to make sure what you're planting and that you have the right nutrients in the ground for when you're planting your flower bed or your vegetable garden or whatever plants that you're planting um, in your garden or your flower bed. And um, Genesis, Genesis chapter 1, verse number 11, then God said, let the earth bring forth grass, the herb that yields seed, and the fruit tree that yields fruit according to its kind, whose seed is in itself on earth, and it was so. So when you're planting the seed, you got to make sure that you have the right nutrients in, in the ground. You have to water your seed. You have to make sure you have the right sunlight um, when you're doing something like that. So this time, we're going to be talking about time. Time, because you have to give the seed time to grow. You can't harvest a seed before it has time to grow. So time Time is the indefinite, continued process of existence of events in the past, present, and future regarded as a hold. And it also means a point of time as measured in hours and minutes, past midnight or noon. Plan, schedule, or arrange when something should happen or be done. Measure the time take. Measure the time take by a process or activity or, or a person doing it. So everything that we do is result of time. You have a time that you need to get up in the morning so that you can get ready for work. You have a time that you need to get, um, you have a time that you want to be in bed by so that you, you know, you don't uh, oversleep and you, you know, you get to work on time. There's a, you know, a lot of businesses and everything, there's a time where they're open and a time when they're closed. So everything that we do is a result of time. It takes time to get from your house to your job. It takes time to get from your house to the grocery store or wherever you're going. It takes time. So everything that we do, it results time. It, even when you're cooking, it takes time to cook the food. It's not something you can just... Uh, cook and, you know, have something done in five minutes. Even these little microwave dishes, it takes time for that to cook. But basically, you're not cooking. You're just heating up because it's already cooked. So I was just telling you on a, on a package, hey, heat it up for four and a half minutes on high and your food is ready. So time, everything that we do, it is uh, it's a result of time. Just about everything we do in the course of a day is time. So Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse number 1. To everything there is a season 
a time, a time for every purpose under heaven, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck what is planted, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to break down, and a time to build up, a time to weep, and a time to laugh, a time to mourn, a time to dance, a time to cast stones, and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace, a time to refine from embracing, a time to gain, a time to lose, a time to keep, a time to throw away, a time to tear, a time to sow, a time to keep silence, a time to keep, a time to speak, a time to love, a time to hate, a time to war, and a time of peace. So there's time for everything. There is time to love. There's time to hate. There's a time to war. You know, um, there is a time to be born. Yes. Yes. A time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted. So what you planted, you know, is, is, is a time to uh, pluck up. Uh, a time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones. So as you can see, everything is done in time. So even when God told Noah to build the ark, it took time for Noah to build that ark. Um, I was watching a, I don't watch the whole movie, but I watched the movie on, um, um, I forgot the name of it, but it was, it was, it was, it was uh, about the ark and they knew the flood was coming. Noah knew the flood was coming and the commissioners or whatever, they were trying to stop him from building the ark, but he did it anyway. So as soon as the dam broke, all that water started coming out, everybody said, get on the ark. Get on the ark because the flood is here. So everybody that was in that, that was around the ark, they got on the ark, and they was like, wow, this is the actual flood. So it takes time to do things. Doesn't matter what you're doing, it takes time. You know, it, it just, it took Noah a good, I don't know how long it took him, but it took him some good amount of time to build the ark. And let's go to what does the Bible say about giving your time? Remember this. Who, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whoso, whoever sows uh, generously will also reap generously. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give. And, you know, for God's loves a cheerful giver. So that also is coming from Second Corinthians chapter number 9, starting from verse number 6. But this I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. He who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. So let each one of them, let, let each one give as he he purposed in his heart, not grudgingly, you know, because God loves a cheerful giver, and God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you 
always have all sufficiency in all things may have a abundance for every good work. So giving up your time, it's not always, uh, it's not always, uh, giving up your time is, is your, your, someone asks you, can you come over here and help me us do something? So you're giving up your time to do something, even um, the ones that serve in the in a local church, they're giving up their time to serve, to, to assist, and to help other people. So when you do that, you do not want to do it grudgingly. So if you're going to do it with a nasty attitude, then don't do it. Don't do it at all. Don't do it at all. So even if, um, even if you're at work, you know it takes time to to complete a certain task or project, you know, sometimes your your the supervisor or manager are not patient enough for you to finish, and sometimes they'll come in, oh, I'll do it myself. And you're like, well, I'm almost done with it now, but it just took me time to get it done because I have ran into a few problems uh, in the beginning, but, you know, it's done. So when you're giving up your time, you want to make sure you're in the right mind, the right heart, and the right spirit. You want to do it willingly, givenly, um, because, you know, God loves a chipper giver, and it's not always, um, it's not always about money, but it's just giving up your time. It's just giving up your time or what you're doing. So, giving up your time is the right thing. Uh, we give up our time for a lot of things, um, I give them a lot of time. I give up my time to do a lot of things that people just don't see, but I do it, um, and they don't even know that it's being done. So, when is the right time? When is the what? When time? When time is right, the Lord will make it happen. So, one thing you don't need to do is you don't need to rush it, because when the time is right, God will make it happen. God will make it happen. So don't don't be impatient. Don't uh, uh, get all frustrated and stressed out because it's going to happen in God's timing. You know, remember that song uh, by Donnie's Peoples? Um, he's an on-time God. You know, and, and some things, you know, um, the reason why some people do the things they do because they just can't wait they didn't think it's taking too long. So they get upset. So, you know what? Pfft, I'm done. I'm out of here. And when they leave, they say, okay, yeah, we got it done. Oh, what? You got it done? Yeah, but it just took a little bit longer time. It just took a little bit longer than what we anticipated, but we got it done. So when the time is right, the Lord will make it happen. And uh, Isaiah 60, chapter, chapter 60, verse number 22. A little one shall become a thousand, and a small one a strong nation. The, and the Lord will hasten in its time. So whatever, whatever's going on, whatever's, whatever uh, you're doing, you already prayed about it. So now you're just waiting 
you know, as, as, as a wait, sometimes it feels like a waiting game, but you have to actually sit there and wait on God because God is working some things out in your favor. So you just have to give God time. Don't rush it. Don't rush it. Don't try and make it happen because it's, if you're trying to do it in your own strength, it won't happen. So that's why we have to give God time to do what he needs to do. I know sometimes it can be a little uh, stressful, a little frustrated, but don't worry. Once you prayed about it, it's in God's hands. All right, God, I'm placing this in your hands. I'm placing this in your hands. I'm going to go to sleep at night. That's just all it is. I'm going to go to sleep at night because God will make it happen. You know, he will make it happen no matter what goes on. God will make it happen. God will make it happen just like when God created the heavens and earth. It took time to do that. It took, it took God time to create the heavens and the earth. You know, and that's one thing we have to look at. It takes time to do what we need to do. It takes time to uh, it takes time to build a house from the ground, from the foundation, all the way up to the roof, and finish everything else. It takes time because you have to get the because the builder have to get all the permits and everything. That takes time. Then once they got the permits and everything in order, they can start building your house. So once they start building your house, they start from the foundation. Once they put a foundation, then they start putting up the walls. And once they got the walls up, then they start putting the roof on. So it takes time for it takes time to do all that. And it, it, it could take up to anywhere from seven to eight months to build a house, depending on how big the house is and how they're building the house. So you got to realize Everything is going to happen in God's timing. I'm the one um, to tell you, you know, I'm not going to rush God into doing anything. Once I pray about it, and it's in God's hands, and when this happen, when it's when it happens, I know it's God. I know it's God. So, last thing, last thing. What is time management, and why is it? Why is it important? Good time management allow you to accomplish more in a shorter period of time, which leads to more free time, which leads to make advantage is take advantage of learning opportunities. Uh, check this out. It also lowers your stress and help you focus, which leads to more career success. Each benefit of time management improves another aspect of your life. So good time management will lower your stress and it will help you to focus. It will, it will lead you to better career success or better career choices that you may have. 
So that's why time, you know, time management is very important because you, what you do is you have to plan out your week. So what I have to do is I have to basically plan out my week, what I'm going to do on Monday, what I'm going to do on Tuesday, what I'm going to do on Wednesday, things of that nature. And then I put a time limit to where, okay, I'm only going to spend so much time on this, so much time on that. Because when you schedule it right or when you plan it right, you know, it's less stress on you and you can focus on what you're doing. And because if you're stressed out and you, you lose focus, then you can't concentrate on what, what's important, what you need to take care of. So that's why time management is very important. You know, and that's why with pastors, we have to, you know, manage, you know, have that good time management because we don't want to, you know, be overworked uh, through the week and we can't be uh, effective on Sundays or Wednesdays when we have to minister to the, to the congregation or to the people. So we have to have really good time management. We got to have that time of where, well, you know, we just want to relax and take it easy, you know. Um, and that's just as us, you know, um, we have to have good time management at all times and, uh, certain things, some, some things I do, I just, I put a time limit on it because I don't want to spend too much time on it because if I spend too much time on it, then I can't focus or I can't get other, other things that I need to get done. So that's why we have to have really good time management as the people of God we are the prime example of having good time management because then the other person would be like well how did you do all that in just one week that was a lot of stuff you did in one week well I spread it out I did this in the morning I took my lunch I came back and I did this in the afternoon and I made sure that I finished no later than 3.30, which I, I finished about 3.15. I finished, I finished earlier than I anticipated. And after that, I went home. And I had to get ready for the next day. So I went home and I prepared what I need to get ready for the next day. So that way, that way when I, uh, uh, later that evening, I don't have to be, or later on that night, I don't have to be concerned about it. I don't have to start preparing for it. So now I'm already set for the next day. So a lot of times I pretty much have in mind what I'm going to be doing the next day. Even a lot of times I don't write it down, but I have in my mind what I'm going to be doing that day. And if something takes just a little bit longer time than I anticipated, then I'm like, okay, well, now I have to change some things so that I have more time to do this. And just this here, I will just have less time to do. So, James chapter number 14. Let's go to James 14. I'm sorry, James chapter number four, verse number 14. Whereas you do not know what you will, what, what, whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow, for what is your life? It it appear it, it is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. So we don't know what's going to happen the next day, 
but you got everything already organized and planned out. It is is very is very good. And traditionally, time management can cause stress when the goal is to go to get life under control by your own strength and self-discipline. But the Bible tells us we receive peace, and when we trust God with our time, you learn how a good centered you learn how a God-centered approach to time management leads to receiving all the good he has for you, including his joy and peace. So when we have good time management, we have joy, we have peace because we're happy. Okay, good. Yes, I got that done. Yes, I got, I got peace because it is all done. You know, and let me go back. Um, let me go back uh, when let's go to Genesis chapter one. Let's go to Genesis. Let's go to Genesis chapter one, starting starting from verse number one. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then he said, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light, and it was good. And, and God divided the light from the darkness and God called it light day, and the darkness he called night. So the evening and the morning were the first day. So he divided that from day and night. So it took time to do that. It took time to divide that from day and night. So that's the one thing we have to uh, be real good about is time. You know, I don't like to waste time. I don't like to spend time on too many things. Uh, certain things, um, it takes time. If I'm putting something together, sometimes I do get a little frustrated because I'm like, wow, this is just, it doesn't make sense. So um, I walk away from it for a few minutes and I'll come back and I read the instructions again. I'm like, oh, okay, now that makes sense. So even, even when you're doing something and you get a little frustrated, you get a little stressed out. The best thing to do is to walk away from it for a little bit, because all you're gonna do is get more. It's gonna get stressed out even more. Walk away from it, take a break, get some water, come back, and when you come back, it's like, oh, now it makes sense, you know. So that's one of the things that we have to be very cautious of, because uh, time management is very, 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 very important to us, you know. Um, to grow in the knowledge of what, to grow in the knowledge of the one we have believed in Christ, develop, develop intimacy with the Father through time alone with God, we as his children are capable of doing so productively. So, we have to spend that time um, with the Father. We have to spend that time with the Father. And there's nothing else 
that's, that's, that's nothing else important. But check, uh, listen to this quote. How you spend your time is more important than how you spend your money. How you spend your time is more important than how you spend your money. See, time is something you can't get back. If you waste your time doing something or you just can't get that back. Oh, man, I wasted three days on this. You can't get that back because that's time gone. Time wasted. It's more important than, oh, I spent all this money and all this time. Is the money is not important. It's a time that it took for you to do that job or to do that particular project or whatever it is you're doing. You know, it takes time. So walk in wisdom toward outsiders. Make the best use of the time. So you want to make the best use of your time as possible. You don't want to waste any time doing anything. Um, even when I'm going places, you know, I like to leave early because I need to, because I'm trying to get there by a certain time. But then again, sometimes that doesn't happen because you run into traffic or you run into people that wants to drive 30 miles an hour and you're like, oh, wait a minute now, this is, this, the speed limit is 50, why are you doing 30? So you're behind these group of people that want to do 30 miles an hour and I call them the Sunday drivers. So those are one like want to sightsee and you know just chill and relax. It's a Sunday. I have they have no problem with that. But during the week, when I'm trying to get where I'm going, all the Sunday drivers need to move to the side so I can get where I'm going, so I can be there on time. Because you know certain places, if you don't get on time, if you don't get there on time, they can. Okay, we have to reschedule your appointment. You know, uh, even though we have these doctor's appointments that we have to go to, you know, yeah, well you, you get there five or ten minutes before um, your appointment, but yet still, they want to keep you in the waiting room for another half hour, 45 minutes before they pull you back, call you back. I'm like, like hey, I've been here since nine o'clock. So, you know, going to the doctor, that's, that's a two, three, four hours, just about, depending on what they have to do. You know, even a dentist is about a good couple of hours, three hours at the most. You know, depends on what you're getting done or if you're getting a tooth pulled or um, you're getting an implant put in. You know, all that stuff takes time. So everything that we do is associated with time. We have a time that we want to get up. We got a time that we want to be in the bed. You know, it takes time to cook. Whatever you're cooking, you know, uh, cook whatever you whatever whatever protein, whatever meat you're cooking, you know, it's going to take 45 minutes to an hour to cook in the oven. So everything that we do is associated with time. No matter what we do or where we go, everything is associated with time. You know, um, even um, even when I um, I'm outside and I'm, I'm uh, doing yard work. I don't want to spend too much time doing yard work because I know I got other things I need to do. So I try and get that done within an hour, hour and a half. We get my all my yard work done in an hour, hour and a half. I'm fine because I got something else I want to do because like listen, I'll start such and such time in the morning. That way I can get finished by noon or whatever 
or 12.30, and then I can rest for the rest of the day. So everything that we do is associated with time, and we have to give God time to do what he needs to do. We can't rush it. We can't push it. So it's going to happen in God's timing. No matter what we do, it's going to happen. Whatever, whatever you're praying for, it's going to happen in God's timing. You know, and that's the most important thing. It will happen. 